It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles, and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. On this occasion, by Duncan McCart. And I'm going to do my very, very best not to interrupt you. Thank you. <laughs> so, you're mm-hmm. in comic time and you jump in right now. <laughs> I don't, and I won't. So, right, we're recording this a day later. It was uh, going to be a bit tough to get the, uh, everything together for... Well, if we'd recorded it on Thursday, I would have watched the game, but you wouldn't have seen any of it to that point. So there was there would just be me shouting at you, uh, which actually might have been reasonably something worth listening to. But instead, I uh, thought we'd push it back an hour later. Uh, let the as, as well, you're all kind of em- emotional in the in the time, so you want to let those feelings simmer a little, so you can come up with something that's not just very ranty. But uh, I think we're going to rant anyway. I suspect we might. I do not think that these uh, bruises have uh, disappeared. The cuts have not been solved. You know that, like, yes, I think this is going to be. Uh, well, I think definitely cathartic for you. I might just laugh a lot. Okay, so let's start. Let's start from the, let's start from the start. Start from the top. Uh, I'll go through this all piece by piece. So, right. So for those of you who don't know, I may as well say it if you've been living in a cave. Uh, Scotland lost 3 0 away to Kazakhstan in the first game of the Euro 2012 qualification campaign. And uh, by Scotland standards, even that's incredibly bad. Um, let's let's start with the team. I was about to go one step back and said, if you've been living in a cave, 
you shouldn't be coming to the terrace for your news. Like that's that that is definitely the the last place you should be it's searching just, out. It's you know, just good to yeah to tell people what's to set the scene. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got absolutely scudded by a team that most people couldn't find on the map. Yeah, I so, mean, admittedly, lot like not many people can find many places on the map. As, that's as, true, as, as especially they're American. Yes, but. Um, not good. Not good at all. Right, let's let's go through it piece by piece. The team start with you. Any problems beforehand? Uh well I think it'll it'll go to a, a larger point, isn't it, that there seems to be a malaise associated with the national team. So McLeish was hamstrung um by a little bit. A little bit. It doesn't explain what happened yeah. out on the pitch. So you what like you I'm not even gonna say you had one hand tied behind his back. But no. no, like not even because we should. This is not arrogant speaking because I'm I'm definitely not one of a, a particularly arrogant Scotland as a uh, Scotland national team fan. Um, but that, that they're not a good team. They are not. Re- they, they might be improving, but they are not a good team. We should have enough. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yes. Yeah, so you can, if you were willing to give McLeish enough rope that he. Um, that he will probably eventually hang himself with. There, you can make the case that um, from that game against England, the two-all game, uh, we only had only Stuart Armstrong started that game last night. The start of that game has then started. Uh, wow, I'll explain that very well. It's quite a changeover. That is like a remarkable changeover, but also it's international football. It does happen. Should, like, yeah. It does happen. Like you can have some rapid change. It doesn't take much for. A few injuries and you know, age to be a factor because, because it's because largely you don't start international football career until you're 21 later on. I'm trying to think of also in that England team as well. I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it was better and Mulgrew at the back. It's not like the world beaters. Yeah, um, Tierney as well was playing in the, was yeah, playing the Tierney, right. So yeah, Tierney. Right, he yeah. would have been playing. Um, who else? <laughs> I can't remember who else was in that team. But Brian. yeah, like. Was Scott was uh, Scott Morrison? James Morrison is he still? Uh, possibly. Yeah, Brian, okay, for example. Yeah, is Callum yeah. McGregor right now any worse than Scott Brown was then? I don't no, think so. No. So yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's still it's still not shouldn't Griffiths is probably the big miss, or at least the big miss is having a, a striker in form. Yeah, was in form for. Yeah, but again, McBurney hasn't proven himself at international level, and I think, no, and I think that's like, so. But then I think you go. There's certain things you can do and can't do, and it does not seem to me to be a great idea if you're going away to a country that is quite a distance away in your opening game that you should start your goalkeeper and back four should have a combined caps appearances of sixteen. That's worrying for me. I think that's that's naive. Bordering on arrogance, but what as, more without? So Mulgrew well, wasn't. No, well, I, I, I wouldn't have started Palmer. I'd have played Stephen Donald because at least Even he's played. I know it's. I know. I know it's only. It's only five extra caps, but it's still five extra caps. Yeah, you know, right, much of the difference. Um, even if you're just, playing because I would. I would have played Suter over Bates because yeah. that was my only problem with the team when I first looked at it. As I thought. They're sitting half pairing. They're a bit samey, are they not? I mean, both of them aren't particularly good with the ball. They're good in the yeah. air. They're bigger guys. I mean... They're two lummoxes, basically. Yeah, like, I mean, change it up a little. That's, yeah. that's supposed to, what you're supposed to get out of partnerships. But I, I still didn't think... I didn't look at it and go, oh my God, how's he done no, that? No, and again... Yeah, again, and, the thing I was, and, and, and then you look into the midfield and you'd think, well, that that's, seems eminently sensible. But then 
what did happen, the fear that some people had when the team was announced, uh, was uh, became manifest itself pretty early on in the sense that he just had a midfield without any anchor in it, and so. Uh, wait, you, uh, yeah, I mean, see, that, that was again. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's because Callum McGregor has played a deeper role for yeah. Celtic, and I, but I was he told to play a deeper role? That by like, and I think this will. I think all where we're going with this, all um, answers point to a deficiency on the bench, uh, or the part the deficiency yeah, the person I mean, naming the team. Again, I don't think that's. I, I don't think the midfield itself on paper was that bad. Cal McGregor playing deeper, he's done it for Celtic. Um, no, John, they didn't. All, John McGinn's got a bit of bite about him. Armstrong can do a little bit of that. He's not known for it, but he can do a little bit. He plays in Premier League for Chris. He yeah. can just be get rolled over by opposition players and, and play at that level. And McGregor's probably good enough to play at that level as well. I, I think that team. I think that midfield three can work. Uh, maybe. You can maybe say that because McGregor does it for Celtic, but he does it like a deep line playmaker. So is it a team on the front foot? So maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe you shouldn't do that for Scotland. But then if you're playing Kazakhstan, you should boot ball and be the team on the front foot and want to be the one breaking through. And I just thought there was no real. I don't even really know what the game plan was. Everybody just no, looked so was... lost and listless, and it just the players don't really seem to. I mean, I'm sure they've got respect. For McLeish in the, in the same way that you would just respect a normal human being, but I don't think he commands respect. Respect a manager should. No, I think that's I think that's becoming more more abundantly clear. So we mentioned the defence. Uh, so yeah, the, the first two goals. <laughs> My God. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean the first. I mean yeah. I mean the first one is just. Fuck me. Like, you know, like, oh, like. It couldn't have been any simpler, could it? No, like, I, like, I was like, like, when I was watching Nihilus, I was like, well, I know the goals early on watching this. I was like, well, that punt, that ball straight. Oh, what? Yeah. How? Scott McKenna's attempt to play. Well, Scott McKenna was deep, and then, but he was the one that kind of checked out of it the most. Yeah. Everybody else ran back, so I thought, oh, shit, he's not well, on it's the, side. It's the, fl- it's the flattest ball I've ever, like, I've seen lead to a goal in. It was shitty, I think. The- well, Shinny's fault for... Well, well Shinny and McKenna. McKenna's playing on one side. Shinny yeah. steps out when he shouldn't. Uh, but, ugh, it was all over the place. <laughs> it's hard to really pick the two out. The, the yeah. defence is just... I mean, I mean, it's a great... To be fair, I'll give it to them. It was a great finish. Can't complain about that, but... What? The second <laughs> one wasn't yeah. any... Wasn't really any better. No, I saw it? a few it was people... It was a better ball, the second one. The second one it, was a better ball. Yeah, but again, it would like it. It travelled too far for it to like. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't. There, was there a, should not be that amount of space where a ball could. There like, wasn't enough pressure as well, and this was a this was a problem. I thought throughout the game is that the mid. This is where the midfield three really fell down, and this is where I think you can. I mean, you could say that you'd, you'd want an experienced sitting player in there, but I think those three guys in general should have had. They've all got legs. They're, they're, they're all mobile. <laughs> No, sorry, I didn't mean that in the, the plainest no, Not in the literal sense. I meant they're all kind of mobile, dynamic midfielders. Yeah. They can all get about the park. They yeah. should have had the... Even if none of them are bruisers, they should have it within themselves to close people down yeah, and to yeah. make it difficult. And they didn't for the entire and It was match. just absolutely listless. Like, yeah. like was, yeah. And when you're having players... Because that's the quality of the team. It's Armstrong, McGinn and McGregor. That's a quality midfield three. That's a midfield three that could take us... Like, could take us to an international that's, tournament. Yeah, that's, that's a midfield three that... A few years ago, you'd have killed for. Yeah, that's a bit of that's that's fine. That's that's fine. That part of the team. Maybe you could do a bit more strength, but that's generally okay. It's the rest of the team we should maybe worry about. 
But they were just so bad, and that's where I think the buck stops with Manta. If you can make players that look that good and look that shite, then sorry, yeah. it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the front three. Uh, Ollie I mean, Burke started well, but couldn't cross to save his life. But it didn't help that he's playing on his wrong side. So he's not a good. He does have a good final ball anyway, but, you, but he kicks with his right foot. So yeah. Um... Some of his touches looked like he was wearing trampoline, his, mini mini trampolines for boots. Touching like, general is pish. Yeah, he, uh, and uh, I don't. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't know. I don't know if he's a good footballer or not. Like I know he's he's an athlete. There's def, he's definitely an athlete. Yeah, and uh, like, but is he is he actually a good footballer? No. <laughs> I think, but I think if you get him on the right wing. If you were to play yeah. him on the wing, play him on the right wing. And I think you'd have to play him on the right wing. I don't think you could play him through the centre. I don't think he has the technical ability to play with his back to goal, especially at the national level. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might have got away with a Kazakhstan underneath a competent manager, but um, that's for... Uh, anyway. Uh, Forrest was quite poor as well, though. Uh, maybe maybe Burke would ask that fullback more... Uh, that defender more questions. Uh, but Burnley... <laughs> I would assume... <laughs> Sim McBurney's actually alright. I think he is. Right? <laughs> By all counts, <laughs> he yeah, I look so many places for Scott. Yeah, it's a weird one. And I like and I like he's I assume somebody's got eighteen goals this season in the championship. Not terrible. But he just does look lackadaisical, which mm. I don't think endear, which I think looks even like I think if you're winning three 0 you're like, oh, well, that's that's really impressive. Aye, probably, but when you're losing three 0 you're just like, oh my god, like what is this DOS? So then we got to half time, uh, and so two 0 down to Kazakhstan. Haven't had a shot and goal. But it's all right because he really poor because he roused them by telling them to emulate the Scottish rugby team. Because <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. The like more cringy than that is if he just got a stereo, popped on a CD, and Al Pacino's voice came on for any given Sunday. <laughs> Or he'd been like, right, uh, James, can can you put the DVD on? And it's the scene from Braveheart. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, of course, of course, that would die. So that's ultimate cringy. So that's, yeah. that's one, two, three. He got he got, gold, he got bronze for this. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure the players would have been like that as well. What? Different sport. And also, they didn't win. <laughs> like, it was like, and England. they were also playing England, oh. not fucking Kazakhstan. Yeah, it's, it's not a case of just fighting more. But a so instead of making a substitute as surely you would, decide to just stick with the team for another sixty minutes. Uh, the only thing he changed was that he brought uh, Burke and Forrest more narrower uh, to play alongside McBurney because uh, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what I'm supposed well, to do. Well, I mean, I mean, sure that would make sense if uh, well, it would have been all right if we hadn't gone concede a fucking third goal. Yeah, well, uh, to be fair, there wasn't. I, I don't think it was going to happen anyway. But yeah. any chance disappeared when they conceded fairly early in the second half. Uh, and when this goal came in, I I just burst out laughing. It was just an involuntary laugh. I couldn't help it. I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And then it got to the point. I'd done this with the Faroe Islands game years ago, where it was like. Just, I just want this manager out. Go on, go on, opposition. <laughs> Please score more. <laughs> I think there was a few Hibs fans that did that in the game against Malmo, and it still took them a, it a couple of months to, to get rid of Fat Fenland. Good. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then eventually make subs, <clears throat> but, I mean... Pointless. 
you're 3-0 down but this the word pointless is somebody mates well so right, you're 3-0 down you need a miracle you probably, need to, think, probably go, need to change shape go 4-2-4 four, four or something yeah. uh, stick, stick everyone forward start lumping it and see if something or, breaks or, or, or whatever or take, yeah, take a defender out if they're you know, yeah, yeah. do something do a radical change instead there's a leg for leg slot with Johnny Russell coming on for Oliver, Oliver McBurney I mean what's the point he then takes off McGinn for uh, Scott McTominay now that was a change that in hindsight maybe would have been better before the game <laughs> um, but when you're 3-0 down are you actually making a damage limitation sub uh, to Kazakhstan away for home because if, if it's such a disastrous result if you put a team that you should be beaten you should yeah. definitely be beaten you should still have confidence going into the last 15 minutes of the game that you can maybe salvage something at the very least get two goals and not make it look as embarrassing so if you're really good damage limitation, that is fucking incredible. Uh, and then the last sub was bringing on, so he took a forest for McNulty. McNulty. Yeah. So they, yeah, eventually two forwards were in the park if you can count Johnny Russell as a forward anymore. Because I know they played in the wing a lot for Derby. Yeah. So that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, all seems like a really worthwhile exercise. Um, everything, oh, like, all I just keep coming back to think is, as I wrote this, uh, when I was listening to the, I just thinking about it during the week and stuff like that and it's like well it's hard to believe that a brain's trust of Alex McLeish Peter Grant and James McFadden uh, something could have gone wrong <laughs> but that's it like I mean I don't like I don't like I just don't know. Like, you're lost for words. I am. I kind of lost words, which is which is terrible. You're not helpful on a podcast. Not helpful on a podcast. But like, what? What was the advanced scouting on them? On, on Kazakhstan, like you, like that's, that's what I wanted the, the players to be. Like you, when they've been interviewed and stuff like that, there was a lot of like, and you, know, there was a bit of a oh, they're, they're were, in shock, they're in shock and stuff like that. Right. What, somebody what? mentioned an analysis on a sports sound, and Willie Miller said uh, maybe they did too much analysis. Yeah, I think that definitely didn't happen. Um, no, no, we no. know too much about our opponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really helps us in the past day. Yeah. Costa Rica, 78. Uh, yeah, no. Not um, Peru, Peru, yeah, Peru, the first time. Oh, sorry, I just, yeah, uh, Peru, I just, right. yeah, the first time uh, Ali McLeod seen Peru was when they, they were beating us uh, in Cordova. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, McLeish, post-match, have you listened to his interview? Uh, yes. I listened to the one he did with Radio Scotland. Not yes, I listened yet, to that yeah. as well. What did you What did you think? What was your thoughts? He was a bit too. He was a bit too media trained and evasive. I think he had to be a bit more emotive to have in some respect for him. Like when he was asked, he was asked. I can't like, remember the first question. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the first question, but then he was asked. Basically, the question was then narrowed to, "Well, is this your lowest point in football?" He's like, "Well, I feel low after every defeat." It's like you can't say yeah, you that can't, when, it's, yeah, you, when it's maybe arguably Scotland. You can't. Equ- you can't equate like losing in the the Scottish Cup final with Hibs to Celtic three 0 yeah. to this. Yeah. Like you just like you. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to put it like that. It's arguably Scotland's worst ever result. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's up there. <laughs> like it's definitely up there. Um, I, the, the fact that it's so like it's the first game in the thing kind of shape like has that early like season thing of being like yeah it's not too bad, but I th- it's awful. Like in the context, it's awful. Like they are they're what 118. Oh, God, yeah. Like you know, it's not. They've won four competitive games. Yeah, the, the, yeah the, I saw they're the lowest ranked team to beat us in a competitive match. 
like and not and but not comfortably. Not, yeah, it's like, it's like it's like like I've written down here. Like it's 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 shaming. Like it's, it's absolutely shaming. And the problem is, you're right. He was too media trained. He was too slick. There was no, there was I got from him no sense that he knew what went wrong. Yeah, really. And you heard that like always. Like the first thing he said was, "We started well." What? Like, like we did. We did start well in the context of started being yeah the first well, was, four minutes. Yeah, that's, that's you can't say that starting well is like first twenty or something. Yeah. a sustained period. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was about not to make. The, that. I was about to make, I'm changes. quite glad that you carried on talking there because I was about to make some highly inappropriate uh, comment. Okay, don't, um, don't do no, that. no. Um, but yeah, I don't like. Yeah, is it? I think from the problem is. If, this is, the national team means so much to a lot of people in Scotland, and so already the like the, the burn it down brigade are out in force. Like you know, this this is like oh we need to need to, to we need a branch and re- review of Scottish football, and we you know everyone we need a, a massive clean, clean out of of Hamden. So the thing is, I don't think we're that far away from being a good team. Like I, I generally, you look at the personnel we have. The the sort of the pipeline and stuff, the changes that ha- is being made, how the how the teams are performing at uh, under twenty one and under nineteen, under seventeen level, like you see them at two long tournaments. So I, like they're not, but there's not we've not got bad players, and I think that's what's making it more frustrating, and that's why yesterday's probably even more galling yeah. is that we we appear to have, and I don't like I don't want to go too far and make it too personal, but like we have someone that's that's deeply incompetent in charge. And I think that's like, you can achieve a lot in international football with limited players. You could like, you, it's, yeah. if, you, it fucking blows my mind to see some of the countries that qualified for tournaments with like, Northern Ireland, like, you know, like, yo, Wales, Wales, <laughs> Wales are shit. Like, <laughs> if you have a plan, but we don't have a plan. We just, oh, the plan was a man who got to an international tournament with a, a, a poor, a poor, supposedly poorer nation, uh, and then when he turned us down, our plan was a. Got the DeLorean, see if yeah. we can make two thousand and seven happen again. But that's like yeah, two thousand and seven. Like the football has moved on, and and it knows. And I know people were making this point at the time. He's a point, but it, can it be any more evident that 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 has been the case? Yeah, that, that he he is. So I have to. Say, I hate to say it, a yesterday's man. Yes. And we've done this thing of you buy cheap, you buy twice, and that's exactly what we're going to have to do. And the fact that he has not been removed yet is even more uh, shaming, I think. And I, but I don't really expect anything to happen. No, we'll, um, I think we'll we'll stumble like a drunk measuring the walls, uh, and and probably get humped at home by Belgium, and and then then we might do something about it then. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, some of the post-match reaction uh, from pundits, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it might get us into trouble, possibly. Or at least make us Are some... we pulling punches now that we're on the... <laughs> no, I think, no. I, th- I think we should maybe pull a punch for one... Well, just... There was... The problem is, the problem is that the squish well, ball is, is, is thought, so thought... small. Like, it is, yeah. like, in the punditry thing, it is too small, and uh, would Neil McCann... Uh, pulls punches as much as he did last no, night. I think, like, that, I, I think, I think, I think it's not he was reasonable in it, but he is still because he has now once been a manager. He is far yeah, more likely to be. That's like, easy for him. I don't yeah. think for him it's uh, any sort of cronyism or anything. I think it's to do with the fact that Neil McCann is what I what I've now dubbed the recently recently sacked manager's fraternity. Yeah, 
And they all stick together and believe nobody should ever lose their job. But you see it happen all the time. Right? Peter Houston loses his job, nobody thinks he should be sacked. Uh, Martin Cannon loses his job, nobody thinks he should be sacked. Anybody that exits a club, they, they, they get asked, they say, oh no. Like, Jim McIntyre. Right? Yeah, everybody. Paul Hartley. Paul Hartley, signed in 27 million centre midfielder. It was a very harsh sack and he's ruined our season. Uh, but, and, uh, unless they're... <laughs> unless unless they're foreign. Yeah, I was about to say, unless there's some sort of other yeah. which foreign would be. Um, I or think, a nerd. And a, um, a, a nerd with a laptop. Possibly possibly English as well, but yeah, yeah like any sort of Scottish manager, because like, they just kind of see themselves and like, well, I can't say because I... And it's too small it is too small country for it to be objective. Like, like, yeah. uh, right, but uh, well, um, there's one... There's one pun that we could go after because it doesn't work for BBC. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, Jim White, I didn't, I didn't see this, but I, well, I've, I I've got, I've got the okay. quotes. These are good. These are fucking tremendous. Can you man. do it in a Jim White voice? Can no. you do a Jim White voice? No, I can't. Celtic and right? No, I can't even. That's not even. Uh, right. This was said on Talksport this this morning. That's a lot of this. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> it's almost like I'm going to put this like that. It's almost like Talksport's entire business model. Is around creating controversy that allows people to phone in. I, I couldn't comment. Duncan. Okay. Celtic and Rangers should be ashamed of themselves in terms of what they're doing or not doing in the international scene. What? What? Celtic are too busy. They are too preoccupied and trying to dominate Rangers, keeping them at arm's length. Like, can I just stop there? Does that not just mean winning games? They're game. too preoccupied with winning games. Yes, <laughs> and uh, Celtic have quite a strong Scottish core in their team. So I don't know what else Scotland can be doing here. It's almost like Jim White doesn't necessarily watch a lot of Scottish football. <laughs> uh, keeping them at arm's length, Rangers tried to get back, competing with Celtic again. Which I mean, you can maybe say that because they're trying so hard, they're not buying as many Scottish players, but they still like have had. Some, yeah, no, no, like, no, no. It's almost like he's topping raw, but like uh, on you all. Um, Celtic and Rangers are too busy undercutting each other in terms of tickets for away fans at all the firm games. What the fuck is that going to do with Scottish international? I team? think someone didn't get in a way. Uh, someone's, so, so Jim White's clearly got someone in his family <laughs> being in his ear about that. Uh, this is uh, like like quotes to like mimicking them. Give them that, that will suit them. It's pathetic. And then they're still trapped in sectarian bile. I mean, Scotland, Scotland would be good. <laughs> In fact, maybe we should go back to more sectarianism because it was more rampant in the old days and we used to qualify all the time. To be fair, fair play to Jim White, he has has united Celtic and Rangers fans with a a common enemy of someone who's talking even more rot than they do online. Um, I mean, yeah, Ellie, I'd like to, as we know on the show, we'd like to stick the boot into both halves of the wall form whenever there's really an opportunity. But I'm going to have to defend both of you. He's talking sort of pish. <laughs> I think Celtic would be excellent for Scotland the last few years. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Rangers, if it was like a, if it was like an Avocat era, and they were, I mean, they probably have spent maybe too many, too much money on foreign players in the last couple of years. But yeah, but you can see their, <laughs> you can see their entire transport, uh, transport transfer strategy yeah. has been a bit ski with, Aye. but it still, it uh, still has at its core. And there's still plenty like, of other yeah, yeah. clubs in Scotland that brought through a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, yeah. Hearts, like, it's not hearts like, have brought through loads of players who are not Scottish this season. Signed lots of players, I should say. Well, and that's not exactly worked out. Um, Hearts were barely better than the world last year when they were playing lots of. Well, it's not like it's not like Rangers aren't doing years. things like buying people like Greg Doherty and stuff like that. Like it's just it hasn't necessarily worked yeah. out. Like, yeah. I'm trying other signings. Uh, I suppose Jim Murphy. 
Jimmy Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know. Andy Halley still sticking about. Could I have done, done my helmet left back? Scott Arfield. Yeah. Al oh, yeah. McGregor. Yeah, Rangers have. It's not. They're not the best. Players, uh, well, I think. But, well, I don't. You're trying to prove yourself. <laughs> prove to yourself what the, uh, to prove a thesis we've already uh, knocked away. Okay. But, yeah. Right. So finally, uh, <laughs> this really won't be much of a discussion. Should Alex McLeish go, and if so, when? Uh, yes, and I would very much like to come away from this pod, and he's gone already. It won't happen. Would you but... even? Would you not just give him uh, the San Marino game as some sort of like a ceremonial? Okay, Eck, you're, uh, you're going to get booted at the door, but we'll give you one more game just as a parting. Thank you for your efforts. Goodbye. See you later. I mean, I can. I mean, would surely be evicted. I mean, I can. I could see why you would do that, but also I think it speaks to that lack of killer instinct within the SFA. Like, if we if we're serious about winning and wanting to win, then you shouldn't indulge mediocrity. Yeah. You shouldn't say you shouldn't say, "Oh, we'll just give him this match because it's nice." Like, if you don't think he's the man for the job, of which I don't think he's the man for the job, I don't think he was the man for the job when he was appointed. Then you just have to say, "Like, is you're you're effectively allowing a horse that's had its leg broken to be walking around the ambling around when you should just send it to the glue factory." That's yeah, not very much. And, and again, the thing is, it goes back to like, and I get like, there's always pressures when you're hiring for someone. Like, is it? The money, is it like, you know, how much are you willing to like, give them control versus, you know, the attractiveness of the job? And then you know, this triangle that's kind of always moving around. But I, like, I generally, and it's, it said the same when we hired Malcolm Kai for the foreign start job, and it's, it said the same again when uh, they appointed McLeish. I refuse to believe that there are not better candidates to do those jobs around the world and I, and I find it absolutely fanciful that they can that the SFA can sat, sit there at press conference and say with straight face you know this, these are the best people for the job I just I just refuse to believe it yep fair enough right let's move on to Sunday's match San Marino uh, just basically the team which have you got a team you've gone for yes uh, although I'm I'm not entirely confident of it, but I'll, but <laughs> much like uh, this is another thing I've got myself doubting the fact that we might beat San Marino on Sunday. That's how bad it is. So yeah, yeah, good fun, good and fun. Go. Uh, Scott Bain. I've I've, I know, I, I've ditched I, Scott Bain. Why? Uh, because I think John McLaughlin's a better goalkeeper. That's a that's a reasonable thing. I think I'm biased in that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think it's entirely. I think, but I think again, it goes with that. Like, what's the what's the strat? What's the long term strategy? Do we think Scott Bain is the, going to be our keeper for years? Then yeah, just keep him in and allow him to make mistakes like he did with that third goal, without the fear that he's going to be dropped. Did he make a mistake at the third goal? I think people were saying that he could have done better at the third goal. Mm, I don't blame him for any of them. I just, I just think McGlock was better right yeah. back. Steve O'Donnell. Um, I'm going to. Because he's, he's a friend of the terrorists, and that is that is as simple as no. Uh, I, I, I just like him as a player, and he is a friend of the terrorists. That's so true. I'm going to stick with Palmer because I don't think he was that bad. And uh, to be fair, I probably should have stuck with Bain as well, just for the sake of continuity, because that was going to be my argument here. I'm just kind of contradicting myself. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. But so that I like McLaughlin better. Yeah, um, that's fine. Set <clears throat> uh, Suter and Bates. Although I could like Suter and. And, Mc- and McKenna, McKenna. McKenna. like it's much of a muchness, but I just think McKenna probably had. He was, uh, was pish, but um, yeah, 
I don't think. And also, I just, I, just, I, I just really enjoy beating Aberdeen fans. So that's, that's true. Uh, Sir I think uh, long term has got more chance. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, out. yeah, I think so. I so that's why I go with them. Uh, Robertson, if he's back. Uh, yes, yes. I would not. <laughs> I would not be trying to Graham Shinney there again. Although he might have a good game. <laughs> yeah, against San Marino, he surely yeah. should. Um, midfield three. Midfield three. Yeah, you know, you know the the. <laughs> I'm I just play this. Yeah, it's like, uh, I wouldn't go and I wouldn't keep uh, McGregor and Armstrong, and I would put in Kenny McLean. Uh, oh, okay. You, what are you who's McGregor playing deep? Uh, no, I would play. I'd play McLean deeper. All right, fair enough. But, that's, but uh, just because I think he's more disciplined. Um, but again, there's that thing I would see. I would probably see the two, uh, McGregor and uh, McLean rotating all, once or twice. i more of a sitting body. I'm going for McTominay sitting. And, uh, I just don't know if McTominay is any good. Like I know this thing, like there's just this thing of like he plays at Manchester United, therefore he must be good. But I think he must be at least all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, I think probably, was, probably good enough to be in a t- play in a like, team that like can I beat say, San I, Reno. I, I think the previous midfield three was fine, and I would, I would, I would be perfectly happy if they stuck with it, mm-hmm. uh, just because I think they can play much better. They should yeah. play much better. However, I think you still need a bit of punishment for that yeah. performance. It's, yeah, you can't say that was acceptable. Something needs to drop so, out. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna sacrifice McGinn for that, uh, mainly just because. McGregor and Armstrong play with each other. They can both carry the ball forwards quite quick. I mean, McGinn could do that as well, but I just think. I don't know. It's hard to pick between the three. I always like Armstrong yeah. in the national stage. So do I. So. Oh, yeah. uh, front three. This might be a bit more interesting. Fraser, Forrest, and then I am at, I'm, at, I'm in two minds over Russell and McNulty. But I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards McNulty just on the basis that I think there should be lots of opportunities for uh, Forrest and Fraser to get, to get to the byline and cut it back. And I just really like a poacher there. I've gone for Fraser. Yep. Uh, I've gone for McNulty. And I've also gone for Burke on the so right. Gone Forrest, I'm, I'm giving Forrest a rest. He's played about 60 games already. I probably should have given McGregor a rest, to be fair than that. Although mm. McGinn will end up playing about 60 games as well just because of the championship. So, But I, I kind of want to just see for Burke. Can he play Can he play well at all? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe stick him with the right wing and see how he does against yeah, somebody. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Play when he's, what I think play is his, play strongest, his position, strongest position. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that seems uh, fair enough. And um, uh, predictions, score predictions? I think it'll be 3-0. I'm going to go 1-0. 1-0, <laughs> okay. Stop it, Pish. Right, let's move on for our national football. Good. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Let's uh, have a kind of look on while also reviewing, at the same time, the Scottish Premiership this season with the awards. Yes. So we're going to try to guess... The Player of the Year Award nominations, which I think will be coming out next month. Yeah, yeah. So I think you probably uh, players are voting about this time, yeah. roughly. Who are your four nominations predictions for the Player so, of the Year? So uh, I've I made a, I made a long list. I did as not, well, but yeah. I, I cut it down to four because I'm not a shy bag. Uh, okay. I'll, <laughs> well, wait a second. I'll do it first. Then yeah, you, I'll, I'll, you try yeah, and, I'll, Okay, my my short list. Is Alf- this is this is a prediction by the way. This is not necessarily what I think it should be. Yeah. Uh, so my prediction is that I think this is pretty cut and dry. I think it will be this four. Alfredo Morelos. Yep, that's who I've definitely got. James Forrest. Yep, that's. Callum McGregor. Oh, no, I've not got him. You've not got Callum McGregor. Who's, I think I think might won it. <laughs> I know, but I've, I've, I just uh, okay. He was even on your long list. Nope. <laughs> Bit of an oversight. <laughs> and Alan McGregor. 
Yes, so that so I had Morelos, Forrest, Greg Stewart. No, we've not. And, he's Al, leaving and Alan McGregor. He's leaving on a log list. That's fine. That's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, we're, it would be boring if we all thought the same thing. I think but, Greg Stewart stayed at Killian and kept up his form. Yes, I think he would definitely be one of the four. And I think McGregor would be falling out of there. But not, not with his form since he's gone to Aberdeen. Unless he scores three hat-tricks over the next three weeks or something. Yeah. And there's, there's also the element, there's a huge element of, when it's, especially when it's the players voting for it, is the uh, recency bias. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So the, there's there's an element there. Um, yeah. I think so people have fallen off at the wrong time. I think Sam Cosgrove would have potentially been in with a shout, but he's just fought, he's just slightly fallen off. He's not scored. Uh, I, I didn't quite consider him, but yeah, his forms have been that great recently. Um, Ryan, Ryan Christie would also be a similar one. Is there any chance Morelos doesn't get a nomination? Uh, no. Well, there might be on the basis that people that footballers might be dicks and just not vote for him. Yeah. But and also be led too much by the kind of negative yeah. stories that follow him around. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will. Uh, but I still I also wouldn't be completely surprised. Yeah. Uh, I think Forrest is a shoe and I think McGregor's a shoe as well, and I think they're nuts. Mm-hmm. And McGregor McGregor's another one. Recency bias might affect him because I think it was a lot. There was a lot more hype around yeah. earlier in the season, and it's kind of fallen away in 2019. McGregor's one is likely to fall off if he doesn't. My outsiders mm-hmm. have five. Uh, yeah, I think I might know one too. I think Craig Halkett might get a nomination. Mm, I think he'll. I think he'll definitely make team of the year, but I don't think he'll make. The, the... I think it's a possibility. Uh, another one I think might get. A nomination and this would be a bit more wrong because uh, I don't think he's been good for long enough this season is Ryan Christie but yeah, I think, I, 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 yeah I've got Christie I think his star shone the brightest and Stuart Armstrong had that I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Armstrong got a nomination on the basis two years of, yeah, ago yeah. when he, he barely kicked the ball until November mm-hmm. uh, yeah I think if you if you can hit a purple patch between November and March it can overshadow like is it if not if James Tavernier had, he's been yep, quite, he's on my long list. He's been well. quite poor the last six weeks or so, so he's coming in a rough form at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. But if he steps up again and has a really good few games, where he plays brilliantly in the old form game uh, that's coming up, uh, I think in yeah, nine few, days. Yeah, yeah. If, he, if he's excellent there, then he might get a shout. Uh, and two very outsider ones, but you never know in yeah. football. We, players see it differently to how everybody else does. We we know these guys are good, but we we don't yeah. think that footballers would because they don't get the headlines. But who knows? Maybe they play against them and think, oh, he's brilliant. Alan Power. I contemplated that, but and no, no. Peter Herring or Haring. Peter Haring. Okay. Uh, imagine Haring because imagine he'd just be a nightmare to play against. Yeah. So there might be a lot of midfielders that yeah. like is. Like, he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Definitely. I think. Um, I think had he not been injured now, I think Steve Naismith could have even got yes. it for the first I, half of the I, season. I think like, Naismith would have been. I think Naismith would have been in the four. If he yeah. stayed for all year, but he missed. He missed over six weeks. He's going to miss yeah. another two months. It's just too much just, time. Yeah. Right? Um, like like I said, Sam Cosgrove, and then I couldn't remember because it has been in the past. But is that so? I put Stephen Dobie down, but I don't think that's no. no that's for, that's for the Player of the Year. Is that when you can have a. a, a is that the writers player of the year that can have someone from a lower division uh, oh, it seemed like it was really just... I mean yeah I thought that would be um, unlikely but... right yeah. young player of the year this was a lot harder to narrow it down to four and you've not done that so it's good I've, no, I've got, I know I've got I've got, I've got four here oh, have you? I've just not I've just not got a long list right so. <laughs> okay <laughs> what are you going to leave it at this <laughs> so 
so my four are David Turnbull. I have him in my four. Jake Hasty. I did not have him in my four. Christopher Ayer. I don't have him at all. And also on Edward. Yeah, I've got Edward. Yeah. So my four, so the two you missed out were Kieran Tierney. Is he still eligible? That's what I was... Yes. was Alright, oh, okay, well then he's definitely... yeah. Definitely. Uh, 21 uh, or younger when the season starts. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that makes um, let me just double check so I actually didn't double check Tony, but I'm pretty sure no he is he's 22 so he's 22 now but I think he's 21 when the season started so yeah yes. I'm pretty sure I've just seen that and that is a glaring admission from me yep Lewis Ferguson Lewis. yes who I think should win it I think he should win it uh, whether he does or not I think Tierney's probably going to win it just because it's Tierney and everybody uh, especially Joel Sked fancies the pants of him Tierney's still only 21 oh but this is the last year to be eligible because he's yeah. 22 before the start of next season. He's 22 in the summer. Um, I've got Hasty on my long list. So go through those one. I think Ferguson should definitely, definitely get a nomination. Both. Oh yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I can't believe I've done some oversight. He probably has done enough. He's scored in big games and stuff, so he should get it. But I could kind of... He doesn't have the same highlight reel, maybe. Yeah, I could kind of see him just being a little bit forgotten about. Uh, kind of part of the Aberdeen cog and all that. But he should definitely get a nomination. He hasn't been talked about as much. Probably because they signed him and he wasn't brought through and wasn't a complete surprise yeah. kind of thing. He played well for Hamilton last year. Those players don't tend to get the same respect as guys who just emerge. Like yeah. Turnbull, for example. Turnbull's probably got as good a chance as Ferguson, despite the fact Turnbull didn't play for the first three months. Yeah. Kieran Tierney, uh, even yeah, if he really yeah. plays well between now and the season, he'll get one by default. Edward, Edward falls in the category of Edward, Max Lowe, uh, and Ryan Kent. And that you kind of forget oh, that the young, yeah, yeah, yeah. The young players. Cause especially with Edward, because he's not only foreign, so you kind of think of them differently. Mm-hmm. He also cost £9 million, yeah, and he played so. for them last season. No, yeah, I think that. I think. Max Lowe, I think a lot of players probably won't realise his age. So yeah. he's, he's very unlikely to get a shout. I don't think he necessarily would deserve one anyway, but he's been a very good player. Yeah. And the last one on my long list is Scott McKenna, who just qualified, so having oh. been 21 at the start of the season, I think. I I would... I think John, I th- I I think think John Suter was the same as well, but he's I, missed time through injury. Yeah, I believe that uh, footballers in Scotland, in the SPFL Premiership, have a conscience and will not endorse a man who... Is a Trump supporter, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can assure you they probably don't care. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, well, the guy just speaks his mind. <laughs> Fuck off. Just saying what we're all thinking. No, he's not. He's really not. Yeah, Van Kent's just not quite... Rangers maybe pushed Celtic for the title and he kept up his form for kind of around about the turn of the year. He might have been with a better shout, but I'd be surprised. Yeah. I could see it, though, but he'd, uh, yeah. McKenna might get the kind of Tierney love. Yeah, because well, he is... Uh, you know he's there because he's a big fuck-off farmer, but like, um, you can't really ignore him, if you know what I mean. Like, Which is, I think, Kent can kind of not be anonymous, but he's not that he's not the... He's not physically large, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like, is that, is that, he doesn't pop up in the... Right, he's a winger as well. Yeah. So. Right, uh, It'd be man- weird if he was. <laughs> did, you, did you do manager of the year? Uh, no, no. Oh, that's a waste of time. I, but it's also quite um, difficult. But it'll be Steve Clark. So let, let's, let's, like, <laughs> if Rod if just hadn't left, then it would be an interesting uh, contest between the two of them. 
Yeah. But it's... Aye, there's nobody... Can't give it to Lennon, he's only taking the job. Gerard's not going to win it with Rangers not winning anything. Um, no one's been around. <laughs> there's, there's not... Everybody yeah. else has been sacked at yeah. some point. <laughs> Craig Davide's not going to get it. Uh, Gary Holt, I think, should deserve consideration. Yes. Walked into the team favourites for relegation, having had a kind of fucking mental start to the season. Uh, and yeah, 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 where he's good, really good. And, and really good at reading the auto cue as well. So, like, <laughs> so definitely not good at reading lo- the auto cue. Loads, loads of strings to his bow. Um, I think Derek McInnes should at least deserve. He, he won't get it. But I think he should deserve because if, if, if Clark only finishes one place behind, McInnes definitely won't get it. But yeah. if Clark, it might be more interesting if Kelly dropped into fifth or sixth. I think that will yeah. happen. But it's in play. They really mm-hmm. struggle to score goals. If Hearts could somehow dissolve, devolve a game plan, that um, I, I don't know how, but um, <laughs> somehow they could start to win a couple of games and Hibs continue their good form. Yeah, yeah. Six then, then six, yeah, it doesn't look yeah, quite as impressive. It does that, yeah. But so, again, it all depends on when the voting's done as well. I think managers usually left more towards the yeah. end of the season. Because uh, so, there's less votes to cast and stuff. McInnes, like it's just... I think you have to, to marvel at how... Consistent, they have been. I mean, they do. They have paid the third big most wages, so mm-hmm. he is doing what he should do. But yeah. it's so little difference between them, like Hearts and Hibs. It's not like a huge amount. It's not like no, no. It's not like saying, "Oh, okay, Marvel at Celtic's consistency." It doesn't matter about wages when they're you know paying you know four, three or four times more than anybody else. But with Aberdeen, it's it's, it's not that much more. It's only like a, a small percentage more than everybody. So the fact that he's managed to keep. I mean, such, it's such high over, and then despite all, the fact yeah. that, that they've lost a few players these last years, this isn't the same team. Yeah. And, and you know, the, each, each season they've had the European uh, adventures, which is you know, which is actually quite difficult. You know, in terms of having to do your recruitment ahead of time and stuff like that. Like sometimes we do see it quite a lot. There are clubs that have a bit of a hangover going into the season on the base on the back of of um, doing all right in in the qualifying stages. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe yeah. So, and you, know, they, they they took Burnley pretty close. Let's be like they took them extra yeah. time. Like that's that like that will be long forgotten. But I mean, he did. That's more impressive than what Celtic did. Well, it's Ferguson know. as well, overhead kick. Yes, should exactly. get the award. Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I think that'll do us. Yeah, uh, I, I feel you. slightly cathartic. That felt like it was, a bit of, of it was quite enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, if you'd like to listen to us more. We're going to record uh, a couple of Patreons. One will be available for uh, $2 subscribers. The other one will be available for $5 subscribers. And they will be available over at patreon.com forward slash terrace podcast. You can also send us an email. Oh, so I get this the one. Ter- Terracepodcast at gmail.com. That's correct. Yes. Uh, and please watch the TV show. Uh, that will be on tonight, so by the time this goes up, probably in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two chances to watch tonight, though. Yeah, they do. It's uh, not only going to be on BBC Scotland Channel, it's also going to be mm. repeated on BBC One Scotland. Uh, after Iron Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wild. <laughs> I'm going to be in the telly after Robert Downey Jr. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> We're both going to be in the telly. You're on tonight's show, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm odd weeks. You're uh, next week. I am next week. Mm. More, advent- more adventures with me and Dunk. Yes. Uh, and we're about to talk about that on one of the Patreons, I think. 
Well, new movie be on after I don't know Jamie Fox or something. I'm <laughs> feeling there's going to be some total banger of a film, isn't it? Next week, so Sex Lives of Potato Men or something like that. Like, uh, you also catch an iPlayer, and please as well uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, we've had so many positive comments so far. A lot of people saying it's brilliant to have a, a TV show that's not just about the old fun. Uh, and it's not just, you know, the usual ex-pros and stuff. Problem is, shows with the usual ex-pros and uh, about the old firm tend to have more staying power. Uh, so, tell everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's great that everyone has been watching, but yeah, do do tell your mums and dads about it. Like, the tell whole, your friends. Tell, tell your all friends. your friends. Yeah, tell all your friends, like, because we love making it. Um, I'm sure you can see I think it's getting I can say this because I'm only on every second one but you can see it's getting stronger each week uh, as as we're getting more comfortable with, with what we're doing and stuff like that as well and and frankly like we're, we only got the TV show because of people listening to the podcast uh, and we're, we're immensely grateful for that so uh, and we'd like to continue to be making yes. more so um but again, we we don't. It's not in our power to commission yes. ourselves again. Telfer says at the, at the end. Of t- well, I don't know. Actually, I should, probably shouldn't say it. Guess they don't include it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, on that. Yes, good, goodbye. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me run out of here before I say anything that gets me in trouble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.